Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony, and welcome to this Thursday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. Wow, how are you? I'm good, how are you? Excellent. For those who don't realize, we just edited out about uh, 22 seconds of silence waiting for Cheryl's uh, squeal to load. You know, the beauty of editing is that no one ever has to know. That's what I hear. Yeah, Yeah. thanks. Um, so we're starting our first story. Um, Tony just reads me sort of these, these stories and, and I don't question them. So I'm just going to lay this one out for, for Tony here. It is National Pollinator Week. That's right. It is National <laughs> Pollinator Week. And this is a story from the Disney Nature Conservancy and the Disney Parks blog, reminding everyone that it is National Pollinator uh, Week. Um, so this is just about pollinators and how Walt Disney World is pollinator friendly. <laughs> this is the stupidest story. They have seven, more than 70 pollinator species around the resort. Um, and they actually now have pollinator friendly gardens near the new 270 acre 50 megawatt solar facility. Um, so not only is it clean energy, but they're doing their best to help animals uh, pollinate. Great. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about some actually important things. All right. Let's talk about Disneyland. They're going to be starting a phased reopening soon. They are. They're starting a phased reopening beginning July 9th. Um, And, you know, same as everywhere. They're going to have limited parking, temperature screenings, enhanced cleaning, face coverings, physical distancing, and some operational changes, trying to go cashless, yada, yada, yada. Uh, And that will be in the downtown Disney district. They will modify the hours to 10 a.m. to 8 p.m., Individual location hours may vary. Um, So they've learned, you know, they're applying what they've learned with the phased openings in Florida and just doing a lot of that stuff in California. So, um, as I said, downtown Disney District will open on July 9th. The Disneyland Park and Disneyland, uh, Disney California Adventure Park will open on July 17th. And then the Grand Californian Hotel and Spa and Disney's Paradise Pier will begin to reopen on July 23rd. Uh, no word on the Disneyland Hotel. Um, you know, much like uh, Disney World, they're not opening all of their resorts. Mm. They're a little different, though, because they're doing the parks before the resorts. So true. you're going to have more locals. Which is the case with Disneyland anyway. It's it's mm-hmm. more about the locals there. Yeah. Yep. Uh, all right. Um, Florida, not doing as well, I don't think, as uh, California with its COVID numbers. It has seen the largest daily gain Today or over the past what? Yesterday. Couple of days, yeah. This yeah. was this was uh, Tuesday figures. Tuesday, June twenty third. Uh, there was an additional fifty five hundred and eight cases of coronavirus. That is the largest one day gain since the pandemic began. Um, now, you know, is that because there's more testing? Uh, I don't think so. Or is so. it because there's just more cases? I think the weather's great. People are visiting from out of state and. Uh, Well, let me tell you that the governor says that some of the increases in positive cases and infection rate have come as testing has increased for hospital patients. Well, I mean, maybe that's part of it, but we'll see. Uh, Hopefully that doesn't change anything about reopening dates. Yeah, so very interesting that, um, you know, we're concerned as Connecticut residents that there is a 14-day self-quarantine in place for uh, Connecticut, well, tri-state residents who go to Florida well, tri-state area has now just put a 14-day quarantine on visitors from Florida. So we'll get them back. <laughs> yeah. So this vacation that we would, this one-week vacation that we would take. Is now, it's got to be. A like, month and a half. Like a six weeks long, yeah. Yeah. Um, Everglazed 
Donuts and Cold Brew is coming to Disney Springs. What What is this place? Uh, this is Donuts and Cold Brew Coffee. I mean, are they like specialty donuts or just sort of plain, more plain, a couple of flavors? Type That's thing? a good question. I, I think they are just a regional donut chain that is popular. So you have no idea. That's I what you're trying no to say. I have no idea. Okay. I would, this seems like a fabulous story that you it, pulled. It was a good story. How is it a good story? It What's by, the story? Um, that Everglazed Donuts <laughs> is coming. <laughs> but I don't know anything about Everglades Donuts. Well, would you like to know something about Everglades Donuts? That's why donuts? I asked the question. Yes, I would. Let's see if I can find anything on Everglades Donuts. Uh, they're coming soon to Disney Springs. <laughs> That's great. Thank you. I can't find any. Oh, Everglades Donuts coming soon to Disney Springs. <laughs> yeah, it's all just, it's all Disney news stories about Everglades Donuts. If I could find EvergladesDonuts.com, um, I would I would be happy. All right. Well, let's move on to the next story since this one is clearly going nowhere. Um, let's talk about, well, I mean, this, we kind of already did this story, but there's a few more, um, cuts to the Disney World restaurant menus. We had already talked about some of the ones that were coming. There's more. It looks like just across the board, Disney is really paring down their menus to make them, um, small, maybe more manageable. Yeah, they are. Um, the, the biggest thing that, that I think, uh, gets me is Tony's Town Square Restaurant, which is Italian and, you know, it's from... Uh, Lady and the Tramp, mm-hmm. and there's the very iconic scene where Lady and the Tramp are dining, and they slurp the spaghetti in together, and and they kiss. Right. They nuzzle. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, you know what is no longer going to be on the dinner menu at Tony's Town Square. Let me guess. Is it spaghetti and meatballs? Spaghetti and meatballs. That's terrible. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Just a lot of cuts. You know, like Cheryl said, they're they're powering down the menu. Uh, pow- powering, paring mm-hmm. down the menus. Um, I, and I don't know if it's a, a supply issue or they're just not, you know, ordering as heavy. I'm just thinking they're going to have, there's such reduced capacity. They're going to have so many less people going through each of these restaurants. But do you think that because of the capacity is less that people's tastes are going to change? No, but they're not going to be, they don't have that same turnaround. The kitchen can't be, as, isn't as busy because there's just not as many people to serve. So, you know, by paring down the menu, they've just got less things that they've got to keep in stock all the time. Mm-hmm. That's my guess, but all right. What do I know? I'm I'm thinking that as time goes on and these restaurants go back to full capacity, that you may see some items either added back onto the menu or new items added to the menu. That, that would that would be the hope. That would be my thought. Okay. Um, and resort airline check in is going to resume on July 12th, so that's good news. It is. Uh, what else do we have? Oh, so this is pretty big, right? Today, uh, today's Wednesday, and it was the first day that 2021 packages were available to book. That's right. You can't book anything for the remainder of 2020 or buy new tickets for 2020, but you can book uh, trips, and normally it's all of 2021. However, right now it is up to September 26th of 2021, which happens to be just before the 50th anniversary it's also the date uh, that they have given to use the new park reservate the park pass reservation system. Um, so uh, yeah, uh, pricing's out, packages are out, park hopper tickets are an option once again for 2021. So uh, the intent is that park hopping will return. But when you're book when you're booking these, are you booking dates too for for your parks or not? Yes. So, so immediately, how can you book dates for your parks if you have park hopping? And that's part of the question. People don't know how that's going to work yet. It's not going to um, work. <laughs> immediately when you purchase your tickets for 2021, 
you go on to the website and you pick your park days. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe so, they're selling people park hoppers and right now you're, they're almost treating them as not park hoppers. And then if right. parking's avail- if hopping's available, you know, maybe then at that point the reservation system won't even really be a, right. a thing. But they're I guess they're better to get it in place if they have to still have it. Right. So today on June 24th, if you want to go to Disney World in Sept- on September 15th of 2021 – you need to know which park you're going to that day. Well, you need to choose a park. You don't which I think is a little crazy. It, but it, uh, whatever. And one, one I big, can't even talk about it. One big change coming to 2021 is that um, the Magic Bands will no longer be complimentary. Uh, they will be available for purchase at a discount to Disney Resort guests. And um, a lot of the functionality from the Magic Band is going to be put into your smartphone. Okay, great. Um, well, Disney World buses have debuted modified seating. They have. And, you know, they've just got seats that, uh, you know, are blocked off and saying, you know, do not sit here. Observe social distancing. So it's pretty much one out of uh, out of every every third seat seems to be blocked off. Hmm. So how does that work for parties? Do you have a picture? Uh, no, it's just. Uh... OK, I don't know how that really works you know yes they've got them blocked off the the problem the problem is the seats are all sideways you know in a traditional bus you know i know our the hospital i work for has shuttles and what they do is they alternate so uh every other seat every other set of two seats is blocked off Mm -hmm. and they stagger them so that the first you sit in the first two seats in one row and then the, the ones across from them are blocked off right the ones behind them you sit in, the right, ones right, across right. from them are blocked off. So, right. so the, it's only half the capacity. So for like Magical Express, it might not be so bad. But these, yeah, these sideways buses, it's a little rough. And I'm wondering if a lot is going to fall on the bus drivers. It looks like they have these sectioned off basically like by parties. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if it's going to be like, oh, you're a party of two, you're a party of four, you're a party of – and then they have to like count how many you're getting on. Right. But think about how full those buses usually are at the end of the night. Yeah. Where people are jammed in. But, I mean, you're not going to have – if they're running the same number of buses, they, they don't have – they're going to have, what, a quarter of the people? Right. So to start with, I don't think it shouldn't be too terrible. Um, however, for our trip, we did rent a car. So all the uh, peons can just drive around on their little buses. Right. Uh, what else do we have? Oh, this – here's here's Cheryl Gets Angry. I, I'm going to let you handle this uh, this story. Park the Park Pass reservation system. So the new Park Pass reservation system did debut on Monday, and uh, it of course had its little hiccups because Disney's IT department is usually overwhelmed when something new comes out, um, and the unfamiliarity of the process. So um, I know, you know, it's 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 new. It's new technology. It requires you to have a theme park ticket. And it requires you to go into a calendar and check for availability and then pick which day you and or your party want to visit, which park you want to go to. Um, It's actually very self-explanatory. It's not hard. It walks you right into it. There's um, kind of no choice. It's it's not difficult as long as everything is set up right and um, everything's linked properly. As long as you don't have any technical issues, it's super easy. There were people, though, who were having – who had seven-day tickets. Everything was right. Everything lined up. But they were only able to make one day, um, one day's worth of reservations. So, you know, now they're on the phone call. Um, I had an issue that we have – we moved our trip forward a week. So one of our tickets 
was not dated for the time we're going. It's dated for a week, beginning a week after we're going. And it would not let me make uh, a reservation for the date the week earlier, which, you know, of course makes sense. But, you know, two days of um, phone calls, uh, over a thousand tries trying to get through and eventually just to be told that they cannot move the dates right now because they um, they can't modify any kind of tickets or anything. So that can't even be touched until we get to the point that they are selling tickets once again. Um, the problem with something like that is actually dates are sold out already. So uh, by the time I get this other ticket activated, there will, I'm sure, not be availability. Um, the hope is, though, that as things get closer, people are going to probably cancel their trips when you start to get within 30 days or right before you get in within 30 days. Um, it's, people will probably be canceling because not everyone. People have these trips coming up. It's sort of fun to go on, make the reservations, see what happens. But uh, there's probably a good percentage of people that will eventually cancel um, and then probably also very last minute cancellations, um, you know, that day sort of thing where it just turns out that you can't go. So um, I'm fairly sure that I will end up being able to go to the parks with my family, but I won't know that probably until days before, which is a little bit stressful. Um, there's just a, a lot of stress involved yes, in the yes, whole resort. Yes, it is stressful. <laughs> stressful for everyone. Um, yeah, just a lot of stress involved in the whole in the whole system. And uh, the phones were just absolutely overwhelmed. I don't I don't think it's there's and nothing been nothing that Disney has ever done that has overwhelmed their phone system. Like this. Yeah, they were they were actually to the point where they were shutting down their call center line yeah. for agent reservations. Yeah, and even um, last night I was calling. Uh, it was about nine forty, and I finally got through. And when I got through, it just said, you know, the lines are closed. So I mean, that's not their closing time; they're supposed to close at ten. But yeah, I think they just pulled the plug early because they probably had so many people in the queue they couldn't put any more people into the queue. Um, but yeah, it's been it's been a rough couple of days for Disney trying to get all of those people into parks, into reservation systems all at once. So, I mean, usually you do like a a new release of of some big cruise or something. You're going to have your phone lines locked up for half a day. Um, Yeah, usually the big one is when free dining is released. mm -hmm. That usually shuts down the system at least one day. And then the phone lines are nuts for maybe two or three days. Um, But nothing, nothing to this scale. No. Yeah, this has been, this has been crazy. But, um, well, I don't know. We'll see what comes of it. Yep. Um, so let's move on to uh, cruises. Port Canaveral. Yeah, Port Canaveral announced that uh, the port itself is going to lose about $48.5 million uh, in revenue. And it's not only affected by the lack of passenger cruises, but by a reduction in cargo mm, that's uh, interesting. coming through there. I wonder so, why there would be a reduction in cargo. Uh, that's that's because, you know, like China shut down manufacturing. Mm-hmm. You know, if okay. stuff's not being... Built, it can't be shipped. I know, but we're still buying stuff at the Dollar Tree. Where's it coming from? <laughs> I don't know. Um, but their projected cruise revenue for 2020 is 44 million, which is just under half of what they originally projected. And then cargo revenue is expected to be about 9.5 million dollars, which is uh, only down about 400 thousand dollars from the uh, original projections. Um, so they are trying to compensate by reducing expenses and furloughing employees, which save them about seven million. Uh, so that. You know, there's still about $40 million that they have to make up somewhere. Yeah. Not great. Um, well, I mean, they don't have to make it up somewhere. No. It's it's just going to it's be a, a loss. That's it's a write-off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they'll just write off. It'll be fine. Uh, but the good news uh, to come out of this is that Disney Cruise Line has uh, added uh, what they call cruise date flexibility. 
So they are giving a temporary option that will allow guests to change their sail date up to 15 days prior to the departure of your cruise. So that means that any new or existing cruise booked before August 31st of 2020 for sailings through March 31st of 2021, you can change your sail date up to 15 days before you leave. Okay. Well, that's good. Yeah, because restrictions are kind of tight usually on cruises, mm-hmm. and that's a little scary. Yes. Okay. Um, Adventures by Disney. What's going on with them? Well, they have now canceled all their departures through September 15th. Okay. It had been August 31st, but now uh, they've pushed it back a little bit. All right. Um, Tokyo Disney and Disney Sea have an opening date. Of July 1st. That's very, very soon. Very exciting. And once again, same temperature screenings, social distancing, uh, yada, 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 cashless transactions. Right. And how about Paris? Uh, Disneyland Paris is set to reopen on July 15th. Okay. Now they're doing a phased reopening similar to what's um, been done in Disney World and is supposed to happen in um, Disneyland. They are doing a phased reopening, but they don't. Uh, mention what their plans are other than they are beginning the process on July 15th. Okay. No, they have a, a like a downtown Disney type area too, right? They do. Okay. So I'm sure that that's, they're going to go in the open the shopping district. Then, you know, maybe then the parks, then the resorts or some sort of order like that. Exactly. All right. And, when and they- also speaking of Disneyland Paris, there's a video posted on our page. There was a ride and learn video released for the Indiana Jones uh, roller coaster that they have over in Paris. All so right, you cool. might want to check that out. And then when when Disneyland Paris opens, they're going to utilize the new reservation system? They are. They have a new reservation system in place that will have a, a capacity of 12,000 guests per park. All right. So they can all be as frustrated as we are right now. That is true. And speaking of frustrating... Uh, I'm going to jump in here because there is breaking news. Um, While this show was going on, we took a quick break while the girls were walking in. And the Disneyland Resort is not going to open as scheduled. Uh, The uh, state is not going to issue guidelines on theme park reopenings until after July 4th. And the Disney company says that that is not enough time to get its cast members back and trained and to understand the new guidelines. So the Downtown Disney District will be opening as scheduled on July 9th, but the theme parks and resorts will be opening at a date later than they have uh, mentioned. So they had said uh, July 17th and July 23rd, so it'll be after that. Correct. Okay. Well, bummer. Yes. And how about in Disney Plus news? Disney Plus news, there were two new trailers released this week. The first one that came out was a trailer for Hamilton. Uh, which is debuting on Disney Plus on July 3rd. Uh, This play by Lin-Manuel Miranda is uh, gigantic. And um, there's also a story about how, you know, there's some language, some salty language in the show. And uh, throughout the course of the show, the F word was used three times. Mm -hmm. If a movie has more than one utterance of the F word, it automatically gets an R rating. Okay. So they have cut out two F words. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Lin-Manuel Miranda said he gave two Fs so that children could watch this play. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, just expect salty language and mm-hmm. like a couple of bleeps. So what is, so it's what, PG? It is 13? PG-13. Okay. Correct. And the other big news is that Muppets Now, a new unscripted Muppet series, is debuting <laughs> on Disney Plus on July 3rd. Wait, uh, July it's 31st, unscripted I'm sorry. 
Muppet show. So like the Muppets just sort of say what they want. It's like Muppet improv. It's improv comedy, <laughs> off the cuff gags, and the Muppet celebrity friends. How is that even possible? I do not know. <laughs> we'll soon see, won't we? All right. And then our last bit of news is uh, not so good. Uh, Universal has laid off some employees in Florida. That's right. Uh, Universal Orlando uh, has announced that they have laid off an undisclosed number of employees uh, in their parks and resorts workforce across multiple locations and business units to help prepare them for the future. Um, And, uh, you know, there have just been low crowds. And, you know, does this come back to the fact that they had kept many of their employees employed throughout the uh, shutdown? You know, they were giving them 80 percent of their pay. Now things are back and maybe it's not progressing as fast as they thought it right. would. Right. I mean, the people, they're back and they're realizing we don't need all these people. It's going to take some time. We need to maybe lay some people off and right. we can hire them at a later date. Yeah. And that's sad news from Florida. Mm. And that's all the news we have today. So until next time, I'm Tony. I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast. <laughs>